0: This is a Boniface House podcast. This is a Boniface House podcast. I'm Matt Corey, along with Garrett Susi, and we're bringing you the Heidelberg Catechism. This is Lord's Day two, question three: How do you come to know your misery? Answer: The law of God tells me. Question four: What does God's law require of us? Answer: Christ teaches us this in summary in Matthew twenty-two, thirty-seven to forty. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. This is the greatest and first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Question five. Can you live up to all this perfectly? Answer. No. I am inclined by nature to hate God and my neighbor.
1: Good. Verses. For question 3, Lord's Day 2. Whence knowest thou thy misery out of the law of God? Romans 3.20 Therefore, by the deeds of the law, there shall no flesh be justified in his sight. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. Luke 10.27 This is in relation to question 4. What does the law of God require of us? And he answering said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy strength, and with all thy mind, and thy neighbor as thyself. In relation to question five, Canst thou keep all these things perfectly? No, for I am inclined by nature to hate God and my neighbor. Romans 8.7 Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. Titus 3.3 3. For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving diverse lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful, and hating one another. How does the law teach us that uh, we are in a miserable state?
0: Uh, this comes up in Romans 3 that
1: the law shows us the ways that
0: we've transgressed God that now that we've been given a set of expectations what is godliness, what is God's character then we're made aware of all the ways in which we don't keep up with God's character that we're taught oh, I hate my neighbor oh, I I think about taking stuff from people all the time oh, I wish I had that thing that he has I covet, I um, I lust in my heart and um, granted, you know, in, in Exodus, when it says to not commit adultery, it doesn't say if you lost after a woman in your heart, you've committed adultery. Um, but covetousness would cover that. right? Mm-hmm. And so even things that we think, Oh, these aren't revealed till Jesus. There are, there are yeah. things that are even instructed within the law that's given in Exodus that start to reveal all the ways that human nature is bent towards hating our neighbor and hating God.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Luther, I think tries to say pride is like the the foundational sin. Everything sort of issues forth from it. And I think Rene Girard says covetousness is the idea that I I want something I I don't have. You know. That's yeah. It, it, it breeds ungratefulness. Mm. And um, why do you think it's necessary that we know how, we we have the bad news? Why do we have to know how bad we are? Why can't we just give people the good news and let the good news stand on its own to be like oh awesome? And people have different perspectives of how bad they are. And yeah. Right. Why, why bad news necessary at all?
0: Yeah, it's a good question. Right? Like even Paul seems to say, like, maybe we don't need the bad news because if you sin, you shouldn't sin so that grace would abound more. It's like grace will just abound. Right. That's that's good news that we just have grace and we don't have to like sin to make the grace seem better. Uh, like, did God need sin to enter the world so we could see how much he loves us? Mm-hmm. Is there any kind of way in which Adam and Eve would not have fallen and there would still be God's glory through the world? Right, that that last question—that there could be no sin and God could still have ultimate and perfect glory—that's still true, even if there isn't sin. Mm. So, um, why do we? Why do we? Why do we need to preach the bad news? Now there is bad news, right? But part of it is like you have to reconcile with reality that there is bad news. You have you're not in union with God. In the garden, prior to the fall, they don't need the same kind of news that we need. They're already in, they're already walking with God. God comes to the garden to walk with them. He's, he's already, they're, they're already in union with God and that's severed with sin. And so you have to, you have to know there's something you're not reconciled to before you know how you've been, reco- how you can be reconciled to it. Mm-hmm.
1: That's good. So uh, in summary, the law of God teaches us that we're to, it requires us to love Jesus teaches us in the same way that uh, Moses summarizes the law as love from God in the Old Testament. It's love God and love your neighbor with everything that's required of us, right? Luther, I think, one time in pondering this says, if loving God is the greatest, most important, summary commandment, love God, love God, um, then not loving God is the greatest sin. Mm. So, we hear a lot of this um, nowadays, right? If you just love, then you've done You don't need to worry about like all of the finer tuning aspects of the law, because yeah. if you were just a loving person, you wouldn't be doing anything wrong. Are there problems with that?
0: Yeah. Uh, how would you, how do you define that kind of love? What does it mean? If you say just love and don't worry about the finer points of the law or instructions, how, what, what does it mean for you to love somebody? like take homosexuality, for example, two men could be saying we, we're we just loving each other and they're actually sinning against each other. What they're doing to each other's bodies is hateful um, because it's against what God has given them to do. That's actually not how you love your neighbor is homosexual uh, intercourse. Um, and so that's a provocative example, but it's it's one that is actually used against the Christian most of the time, right? You're not loving. You're not supporting the way I love, right? This is love. You don't need to...
1: So who gets to define love?
0: God. Okay. Yeah. And does he? Yeah. Yeah. What? All over the place. Okay,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, does the law actually show us what God means when He says love? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Right. The the first f- four tell us how to love God, um, not to make idols, to worship Him alone, to not take His name in vain and to keep the Sabbath holy. Those are ways to love God. Mm. And then you love your neighbor through honoring your parents, through not stealing from them, not murdering them. And all those negations, don't dishonor, don't murder, don't steal. There's like a positive inverse, right? Be charitable, be generous, give life to people. Um, uh, uh, be content with what you have. Those are always to show love is... The, this, there's a completeness in the law of God that shows, oh, these are all the ways in which God would, has said, this is how you love because God himself is love.
1: Good. So that's how, that's good news, right? Especially I I run into people regularly who go, you know, I'm like a, I kind of 10 commandments kind of guy, you know, I try to do that and that's good, right? Yeah. So why then this, uh, question five, can you do all these things perfectly, uh, not at all right what's what's your translation uh no (laughs) (laughs) yeah hard period (laughs) why more bad news i i I run into people all the time who are like look i don't take my neighbor's stuff i don't want to you know i teach my kids not to take their neighbor's stuff uh you know i've never cheated on my wife i've never um stolen anything i i once when i was a little kid and i said sorry and i paid for it come on (laughs) what's the what's the why more bad news by telling people that they can't keep it. Right.
0: Uh, Who knows, man. It's like (laughs) (laughs) the, this is the, this is the whole Pelagian controversy. Is there anything like original sin? Are we in Psalm 51 in sin? My mother conceived me. David's not saying my mother was wicked and my mother was sleeping outside of marriage. And that's why I was conceived. He's saying in sin, my conception happened that in Adam and Eve's fall, all humanity falls. Mm-hmm. Death comes through one man and spreads to all. We're all implicated in his sin. And and so, as the the answer finishes, I'm inclined by nature to hate God and my neighbor. Uh, Paul elsewhere says that any work done outside of faith is sin. That you actually, If you do something that's not in, out of faith, that's, that's sinfulness. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you, even if you're doing things right there's actually a whole bunch of other things you've not done well Um, you've not done according to God's will because the man who hasn't slept with another woman has lusted after another woman in his heart Uh, the man who hasn't stolen something from his neighbor has wanted something that wasn't his there's all these and and even if he uh, let's say let's say somehow he's been like actually I haven't desired anything that's not mine has he worshipped the
1: Lord yeah yeah. Has he loved God with everything? Yeah. With every, all of your breath, soul. Strength. Y- yeah. yeah. they go up and down the stairs every day to the glory of God.
0: Every opportunity. This is uh, interesting. If you ever uh, interact with a Mormon and you want to have like a quick in the book of Mormon, there's a passage that reads, um, God, you're saved by grace after you've done everything you can in yeah. your own power. Yeah. So that means nobody's saved. Right. Because have you ever watched a TV show? Yeah. Have you ever watched a movie? Okay. That's a time when you could have been praying yeah. and you didn't. Right? And yeah. so you've, you, you're you going to hell now. Yeah. So unless you can do that, unless yeah. you can always be doing everything to the glory of God, unless you can always be worshiping God rightly, you need Jesus to cover for you.
1: Yeah. Good. So we're, yeah. we're getting there, right? Because yeah. that, the, the, we're still building the, bad, the bankruptcy, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's so much more bad news. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah <that's right>. Good. <laughs> I want to read our questions again. Yeah.
0: So Lord's Day 2, question 3. How do you come to know your misery? Answer, the law of God tells me. Question four, what does God's law require of us? Answer, Christ teaches us this in summary in Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven to 40. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. This is the greatest and first commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang the law and the prophets. Question five, can you live up to all this perfectly? Answer, no. I'm inclined by nature to hate God and my neighbor.